Come on in tonight. Glory to God. Bible study, New Bethel Apostolic Assembly, Moss Point, Mississippi. God bless you. God bless you. Come on in tonight. Praise the Lord, everybody. I did. I did. Glory to God. Come on in tonight. Share this on Facebook. We continue the series, Living in the End Time. Yes, yes, yes. God bless you tonight. Praise the Lord, everybody. Bible study night. New Bethel Apostolic Assembly, Moss Point, Mississippi. Living in the End Time series. God bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Yes, 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 yes. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Got to, got to, got to. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. That's right, that's right, the whinings. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah. God bless you tonight. God bless you tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. Got to go to work in the vineyard. The sun is going down. My God, let us pray. God, we bless you tonight. Thank you, wonderful Jesus. Thank you for life. Thank you, God, for hope. Thank you for salvation. Oh, God, that you provided for us even before we got here. And I thank you that in you the lamb was slain before even the foundation of the world. Thank you for healing. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for forgiveness of sins. Thank you for the resurrection. Thank you for being begotten into a lively hope. Glory be to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. God, I pray tonight for a stirring in every one of us as we live in these times that are in many ways just so quizzical times. God, times are so very disturbing, times that really were are, are unpredictable in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, God, that you are our hope. I thank you that in you is rest in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank Glory to God. I bless you tonight. God, I pray for every person that's watching tonight in the name of Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. I pray for healing. I pray for health. I pray for salvation. I pray, God, that we repent where we need to repent. In the name of the Lord Jesus, glory to God, glory to God, that we will yield as we should yield. And that, God, that you have free course in our lives tonight. Bless your great name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah. I pray tonight, God, that what needs to be disturbed in us will be disturbed my God, what needs to be moved will be moved. What needs to be challenged will be challenged. And God, I pray that you will get the right response from us tonight. My God, from he who teaches tonight to every person who hears. Glory to God. It would just be wonderful to get a 100% response to the good. I bless you, great God, tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus, hallelujah. I pray, God, that you will do the unthinkable, that you will do what is considered to be the impossible, that you would do it even tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I bless you, and I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord to everybody tonight. In the name of Jesus, this is Bible study tonight, New Bethel Apostolic Assembly here in Moss Point, Mississippi. And we have been sharing on living in the end times. I, I believe with all my heart that no matter what the times hold and no matter how challenging those times may get, I don't believe that God has the, will ever leave his people alone. I believe that God is still a good God. I believe that everything that God promised, God will do. Praise the name of the Lord. I don't believe that it's a time to go into depression in the name of Jesus. But these are serious times. These are serious times. And the signs in the, of the times are definitely in the air. They're definitely in the atmosphere. And again, no matter how challenging these times will get, that God will still be a good God, that God will still do what God says he will do, that no weapon that's formed against us will prosper. I still believe all of that. All of that is consistent. That is consistent. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Praise the name of the Lord. All right. God bless you tonight. Uh, if you will... Uh, the word of the Lord, <clears throat> uh, the, the word of the Lord reads, he that is, I want, I want to call tonight's uh, lesson, uh, tonight's lesson, oh my goodness, forgive me for not copying this down right, uh, uh, somebody can uh, put this on screen for me tonight, but uh, the word of God reads, he that is unjust, uh, this is the Revelation chapter 22, rather. Revelation chapter 22 and verse 11. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he that is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. 
I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I'm calling tonight's Bible study. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm calling tonight's Bible study. Be genuine and be busy. Be genuine and be busy. So now the Lord here, I'm chiefly concerned, and I'll make reference to verse 11, but I'm chiefly concerned with the part in verse 12, and behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. I want you to know tonight that he so wants to reward you well. Oh, bless God. He wants to reward you well. He wants to reward you to the good. And he wants to reward you so much that he's advising you of his coming. He's advising you of his coming and he's advising you of what he will do when he is coming. And he's even letting you know how he is coming. Notice what he says, behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me. Again, he's advising you that he's coming and his reward is with him. He says to give every man according as his work shall be. And so he's advising that he's coming and he's telling you what he's going to do when he comes. And he's telling you how he is coming. He is coming quickly. Oh, my God. He is coming quickly. Now, keep in mind, at this point, he has not come. He has not come in this text, and even as of right now, he has not come. But note here something. He says, my reward is with me. So the reward is his. I'm not going to be a long time tonight. The reward is his, and he is in full control and ownership of it. He is in full control and ownership of the reward. He wants to reward you, and he wants to reward you well. He's letting you know that he is coming. He's telling you what he's going to do when he comes, and he's telling you how he's coming. And he makes the full decision that when he comes, and when he comes rewarding, he's letting you know he's making full decisions of the reward and how it is dispensed because keep in mind, it is his reward. It is his reward. So the beautiful thing about God, he doesn't want you to work and not be rewarded. He doesn't want you to work and not be rewarded. So I say to you tonight, and this instruction for the end time, do things you will be rewarded for. Do things you will be rewarded for. I sat around the table with some ministers one time and I said, brethren, I'm concerned about one thing is that we do things that Jesus will reward us for. It would be a pity to be a religious organization. It would be a, re a pity to be a, ch a church. And the things that we do are not things that matter to God. Oh, help Holy Ghost tonight.
They're not things that matter to God. They're just things that matter to us in the scheme of things, in the scheme of what the church, of what church, the visible church is about. But to God, oh God, I didn't think I was going to get stirred up here tonight. But to God, they don't matter that much. So my instruction to us in this in time, this is my, my prophetic instruction to you tonight is to do things that you are going to be rewarded for. Don't do a bunch of nothings. Don't do a bunch of self-satisfying things. Do things that you will be rewarded for. If there's nothing that God would reward you for, don't do it. Don't engage in a bunch of meaningless things. These are the end times. And everything you do needs to matter. Oh, God, tonight. So, next of all, my next prophetic instruction for the end time is, do things that the rewarder wants you to do. Are you doing things that the rewarder wants you to do. It's astounding to me of the many people I've talked to who said at one time in their life, God has called them to preach, but they have not preached, not one time. They have not chosen to preach one time. They admit that they have been called and they take pride in being saved and living right, but they're not doing things that the rewarder wants them to do. They are doing things they want to do. In this end time, in the time that you have left, I challenge you to do the things that he who is going to reward you will reward you for. Do the things he wants you to do. Do things that you will be rewarded for. Again, do the things he would reward you for. He wants to reward you, and he wants to reward you well. Understand this. This is how he's coming. He is coming quickly. Nothing will be on delay. He's not coming shortly. Or rather, he is, he is not coming on delay. He is coming quickly. He is not coming and telling us what he's going to do later. He, when he comes, he's going to do what he came to do. He's not going to come and what he's going to do is going to happen later on. No, he's going to do it. And he's going to pay you according to what you've been doing up until his coming. That's what he's going to reward you for, what you have done up until he's coming. The only thing is, you don't know when that is. You don't know when that is. So in essence, <clears throat> the clock stops when he comes. I said, in essence, the clock stops when he comes. It's like a frame freeze in a movie freezes. Everything. There is no future in that sense. That's it. That's it. What you have done up until the frame freezes is what you will be judged for. Is what you will be rewarded for. There is, you can't correct it. 
You can't add to it. My God, my God. So there is no editing allowed. There is no editing allowed. When he comes, you don't have anything else to do. There's nothing else to be rewarded for after that moment. You're going to be rewarded for what you did up until he came. So there is no pay for what you should have done. There is no pay for what you had intentions to do. There is no reward for your intentions. Well, I meant to, no, there's no reward for your intentions. The only reward is going to be for what you have done. He will not pay you according to what you would do if you had more time. He's only going to pay you for what you did with the time that you had. I'm going to say that again. He's only going to pay you for what you did with the time that you had, not what you would do, not what you could do if you had more time. That's not even worthy of discussion. Only what you did up until that time. So here's a good practice for you to just freeze. Freeze in place and pretend that the Lord of glory who already knows you and he knows your heart, pretend that he is standing before you. Now, knowing what he likes and what you have been instructed to do, the question is, what will he in his holiness, he in his all-knowing, What will he, with all that he knows and all that he is, and as holy as he is, what will he do? What will he do when he looks at you? Because he knows what you're supposed to do. He knows what you are supposed to do. What will he do? I say for you tonight, You will not be rewarded because you have a good heart and good intentions. You will not be rewarded for your moral goodness. You will not be rewarded according to what men think. You will not even be rewarded according to what the saints think. Oh, he's a good man. He's a good man, full of the Holy Ghost and faith. My, he's a wonderful brother in the Lord. He's worked hard in the Lord. But did he do things? Did he? He do the things that he would be rewarded for. Did he do the things that the rewarder wanted him to do? Did he do what he could have done? Oh, he did a lot of things and he did a lot of good things. But did he do all the things he could have done? Did he do the things that he should have done? Did he do the things that God would reward him for? Again, you're not going to be rewarded for your kind heart. You're not going to be rewarded for your moral goodness. You're not going to be rewarded for how people think, how saints think. But you're only going to be rewarded according to how God thinks. And believe you me, God is fair. My last passage of scripture tonight is for Jeremiah chapter 17. And verse 10, I 
the Lord search the heart. I try the reins even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. So get this, get this. The Lord searches the heart and the, or the Lord looks at the heart to do what he does. See, the, the heart is like, it's a hard drive. The Lord looks at the heart. He doesn't just look at what I did. The Lord looks at my heart. See, he can't fairly judge and he cannot make a just judgment by just looking at what I did. Because looking at what I did does not tell the whole story. Looking at what I did does not tell whether or not I have been obedient to him or not. Looking at what I did does not tell my intentions. Because sometimes we can do things with impure motives. Oh my God. We can do things with impure motives. We can do things with a smile, but our heart is frowning. My God, I'm getting ahead of myself. But notice here, I want you to understand, first of all, that the Lord is interested. He's a giving God. The Lord is interested in giving. I said the Lord is interested in giving. He wants to give to every man according to his ways. He wants to give to every man according to the fruit of his doings. So what does he do? He, the only way to do it accurately is to look at our heart and to try the reins, to try the controls of the heart, to deal with our emotions, to deal with our intentions, to deal with the truth of us. That's the only way that we can be properly rewarded. See, that's why you and I can pro never properly judge anything on anybody because we really don't know heart. All we know is what we see and certain very surface things that we can pick up about them. But none of us really knows the heart. And in order for God to really reward properly, God has to reward knowing the heart what the heart is thinking, what the heart is feeling, what the intentions really were. So the Lord, the Bible lets us know, looks at the fruit of man's doings. He looks at the fruit. Yeah, he looks at the fruit. He looks at the fruit of man's doings. What the Bible here says that he gives according to the fruit of his doings. He gives according to the fruit of his doings. But the Bible tells us here that he searches the heart. And that is the most just way to reward. And only God can do it. Only God can really, properly, and fairly reward. The best of us, if we reward it, if after a 75-day fast, if we rewarded after a 75-day fast, we would get it wrong because we don't know the heart. God not only, he searches, he searches the heart and he tries the reins. So 
in my prophetic instruction for these last days, I say to you, for you to do what you do for the right reasons. Do what you do for the right reasons. Some people do things. They do the right things, but the, wrong, the reasons are wrong. Their reasons are wrong. We know something about that, don't we? To do, but do what you do for the right reasons reasons, no ulterior motive, nothing to gain leverage, nothing to gain to so that you can get recognition, nothing so you can get acceptance, nothing for people to say how good a person that you are. Do what you do for the right reasons. And next of, next of all, purify your heart and put away anger, resentment, and your judgment of people who benefit from what you do. I'm going to say it again. Purify your heart. Put away anger and resentment. And then deal with your judgment of people who are going to benefit from what you do. Now, because there are users out here and there are scammers out here, but that's not your problem. That's not your problem because if they are scamming, if they are using people, if they do feel entitled, don't worry. By you purifying your heart and you and you be are being you're going to be rewarded anyway. You're going to be rewarded because what you did, oh bless God, what you did, you did with a pure heart. And so even if they were using you, even if they are scamming you, you got to make certain that that resentment of scammers, that, re that resentment of users, that that resentment is gone. That's not your problem. That's not your problem. Now, I'm not saying that as particularly if you're in distribution to people who have needs that you shouldn't screen but I'm saying don't allow yourself to become bitter because people are scamming and people are using. Don't let it worry you that much that it will make you angry, that you will label people. My God, you cannot afford it. So what does it matter? In purifying your heart, your works will get you top reward. If you will purify your heart, your good works will get you top, tip-top reward. My God. Only though, if your heart is pure. Only though, if your heart is pure. What they did is on them. But if your heart is pure, that you don't resent people who scam, that you don't re resent people who use, or playing a game, or trying to play you, if your heart is pure, and you did what you did for the right reasons, you will get top reward. See, these end times may find you doing what you do for the most unreceptive people. People who are not receptive at all. People who would just as soon cuss you out. People, after you've done good by them, just as soon spit in your face. My God. And in these end times, 
People are going to change. I said, people are going to change. The environment is going to be more hostile. So it's going to be more a challenge to have a good heart towards people in these last days. I said, it's going to be more a challenge to give to people who you know are scamming. It's going to be more a challenge because you're going to be kind to people who have no intention of being kind to you. They should be. They should be thankful. They should be thankful. They should be on their knees, but they won't. They're going to treat you bad. They're going to treat you like they gave it to you and you gave them nothing. That's the way they're going to treat you. So it's important for you to purify your heart in this last day and to put away anger and to put away resentment and to put, to put away your judgment of people who will benefit from your kindness. Finally, learn to appreciate what you do. Learn to appreciate what you do. Appreciate what you do. Love it. If you're in the benevolence ministry, love it. Whatever it is that you do, wherever it is that you are, learn to love it until God reassigns you. Learn to love it. Because remember tonight, the subject of this lesson is be genuine in these last days. Be genuine and be busy. Oh, I'm going to say it again. Be genuine and be busy. Be about your father's business. Be about something that you are going to be rewarded for. Be about something that's important to God. Be about something that, that you could do with the purest of motives and that you could do even if you thought you were getting nothing from it, but you know that's what you're supposed to be doing. Learn to appreciate what you do. And then next of all, in these last days, it's so important with the time that we have left that you put your heart into it 100% of the time. If you're going to do it, don't only do it right, but put your heart in it 100% of the time. Don't do it half-heartedly. Don't do it with your mind in New York City. I wish I was working in another ministry. I wish I was over here. I wish I was over there. You're here right now, and wherever you are, give it 100% if you want God to reward you. And last of all, and I'm done, make sure people feel what you do. Make sure people feel what you do. Make sure they feel the love. Make sure they feel the genuine concern. Make sure they can feel, even if they're cantankerous, if they're difficult, if they're hard to get along with, make certain that they can feel the love. You want to make certain that what you do, you will be rewarded for by God. That Make sure it's not that you're not doing a whole bunch of nothing and that what you do you're doing it with all your heart and that people feel what you do. 
I'm done tonight. God bless you. This concludes our Bible study, New Bethel Apostolic Assembly, Moss Point, Mississippi. Our Sunday services for right now are still at the Open Air Cathedral at Main and Jefferson Street here in Moss Point, Mississippi. A great time, a great time. Great social, dis great social distancing is being practiced. You will be blessed if you attend our outdoor service. It's a, it's a very short service, but it's very powerful, very powerful. Powerful. This past Sunday, all we got to do was worship. That's all that got done. Praise the name of the Lord. We want to invite you to our service 1130 at Main and Jefferson Street in the parking lot of the Southgate Plaza. We call it the Open Air Cathedral. We're on every Monday morning, uh, every Monday morning through Friday morning at 7 o'clock, 351-888-6317. Also right here on Facebook Live for 20 minutes, we have a very Short and powerful service. You want to be in on that. Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, uh, Tuesday night is Prayer Unreal, which we are now holding at our uh, physical church service, uh, physical church location. That's 4207 Griffin Street at 7 o'clock. And Wednesday night Bible class for now continues to be right here. God bless everybody tonight in the name of Jesus. I pray that you, your heart was pricked and that you were touched by the word of God. God bless you. Have a beautiful night in Jesus' name. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lord, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Those of you in the podcast audience, God bless you. Those of you on Twitter, God bless you. Good morning to you. Elder Jimmy Freeman, God bless you. Minister Lisa Lyon, God bless you. God bless you. Sister Sonia Boone, praise the name of the Lord. God bless you. Glory to God. Somebody rejoice in the Lord. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Put your feet on the floor. My God, my God. Get out from under them covers. It's church time. My God, my God, my God. Let's not be lazy with this thing. Let's not be lazy with this thing. You might fall back to sleep if you stay in that bed. My God. Sister Diane Granberry, all the way from Mobile, Alabama. God bless you. Good morning to you. Praise the name of the Lord. Missionary Parker, God bless you. Good morning. Elder Albert Mitchell, God bless you. Good morning to you. Deacon Dave Echoes, Danville, Illinois, God bless you. Sister Zeddy Lee, God bless you. Good morning to you. Evangelist Alice Franklin, that's right. Put your feet on the floor. Put your feet on the floor. My God, good morning. Good morning. Come on, saints. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get out the bed. Get out the bed. My God, glory to God, glory to God. Evangelist Alice Franklin, God bless you. Praise the name of the Lord, glory to God. Minister Margot Hodge, you brought it Sunday. God bless you, God bless you. Thank you very much, God bless you. Good morning to you, praise the name of the Lord. Sister Annie Collier, God bless you, praise the name of the Lord. God bless you. 
Brother Mickey Scott, God bless you. Ella Julius Williams, Sister Williams, God bless you. Good morning to you. Praise the name of the Lord. The deacon, the Sister Hodge, Pascagoula, Mississippi. Sister Keisha Lofton, God bless you. Sister Nikki Paisley, God bless you. Sister Wendy Smith, God bless you. Sister Edna, Brother Ellis Williams of North Carolina. Sister Betty Lewis, God bless you. Sister Pearlie Dukes of St. Louis. Evangelist Funches of, of Peoria, Illinois. God bless you. Good morning. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless God. Sister Melverna Smith of Washington Park. God bless you. Evangelist Park T. Equipment, Mississippi. God bless you. Mother Fairley. Sister Stallworth. God bless you. Good morning to you. Sister Alice Williams. God bless you. Brother Larry Smith. All you from Peoria, Illinois. Those from St. Louis, Missouri, whose names don't come up. God bless you. Glory to God. Sister Carmeline Reed. God bless you. And all the way from Montgomery, Illinois. Alabama, Mother Scott, God bless you. Good morning. Sister Florine Holmes, my friend, God bless you. Good morning to you. Those in Jackson, Mississippi, Sister Alberta, Sister Edna, God bless you. Those in Chicago, Illinois, God bless you. God bless you. Good morning to you. My God, put your feet on the floor. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. My God, open your heart. Open your heart. Bless the name of the Lord. Glory to God. God bless you today. In Jesus' name, we are in the book of 1 Corinthians. Praise the name of the Lord. Book 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of Power, my God, my God. I told you, and I'm telling you for the manyth day in the row, and that is the Apostle Paul had the capabilities, but Sister Sheila Taylor, he did not come in his natural strength. He did not come in his intellect. He did not come in a way that he could have come, but he chose to come in the spirit of God. He says, I did not come to you. In excellency of speech, my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. I didn't talk a bunch of fluff and stuff. My God, I didn't just talk about anything, Papiette, but Apostle Paul here is saying what I came with was in demonstration of the spirit and of power. My God. Now, it interested me that he said my speech and my preaching. So I want to talk, use the speech to talk about us. Yes, we, we, everybody's not a preacher, but we all have speech. We all talk. And so he had something, I'll tell you this, for the manyth day in a row. And that is that he had something more significant to talk about. He talked about things that God accomplished. He talked about things that were most significant. He talked about things that were sin-defeating. I could shout right now. He talked about things that were sin-defeating, things that re were redeeming, things that were reconciling. My God, things that even were followed up with by the resurrection itself. My God. So understand this, brothers and sisters, 
Apostle Paul spoke the things that God was the author and finisher of. That's what he talked about. See, sometimes I'll say we preachers, some things we preachers talk about is not worth talking about. My God, it doesn't save anybody. It doesn't deliver anybody. And I even say to many preachers who love to give out a bunch of information and just quote a bunch of scriptures, Brothers and sisters, people need deliverance. People need salvation. People need hope. My God, they don't just need information. They don't just need us sounding deep and impressing folks with our profundity. Brothers and sisters, what people need is something that's going to deliver them. My God, my God, not all this old cute stuff, rhymes and reasons and all these Proverbs, but what's going to help people? What's going to help people? My God. So Apostle Paul talked about the things that God was the author, that God started, that God initiated, that God originated, and the things that God fit was the finisher of. He talked and he preached about things, Sister Kathy, uh, and he talked and he preached about things that God wanted talked about. Uh, my God, my God, my God. I got to watch beating this desk. My God. But he talked about things that God wanted talked about. And I want eight people to put it on the screen right now for somebody who's going to read this later and for you to remember. And that is... Talk about things that God wants talked about. My God, talk about things God wants talked about. I know we talk about a lot of things, but are we talking about things that God wants talked about? Are we putting things out here in our world that God wants talked about? Are we putting words, oh, bless God, are we putting words in the atmosphere that God wants talked about? My God, my God, are we saying things that the angels could seize upon and make happen? My God, my God, I told you all this gossiping, who's on the down low and, and who's laying around and who John shot who shot John and all this stuff. My God, it's not going to help us. It's not going to help anybody around us. I'm getting ahead of myself. But brothers and sisters, we need to talk about the things that God once talked about. And not only that, Apostle Paul, he talked about things that God backed up. And I want some, I want eight people to put this on the screen, and nine, including Papette, and that is talk about things that God will back you up on. Hey! Bless God, bless God, bless God. Talk about things, talk about things that God will back you up on. I'm going to say it again like a broken record. Talk about things that God will back you up on. I'm going to say it again. Talk about things that God will back you up on. My God, my God. See, brothers and sisters, some things are not worth talking about. 
Some things are not worth preaching about. Some things are not worth posting about. Talk about things that God wants talked about. Talk about things that God will back you up on. My God, my God, my God. Praise the name of the Lord. And so Apostle Paul, he spoke of things that ripped the power and stronghold from Satan. My God, he talked about things that were ripped, the power and the stronghold from Satan. See, we, we're saved now. And the things that we say, Satan ought to dread us saying it. My God, I said Satan ought to dread us saying it. My God, he ought to fear it, Sister Paisley. He ought to fear it, Sister Carmen Griffin. He ought to fear it, Sister Barbara Berry, that every time you and I open our mouth, my God, they're going to say something that's going to change things. They're going to say things that God's going to back them up on. They're going to say things that God wants talked about. My God, my God, my God. And every time, every time they open their mouth, every time Sister Florine opens her mouth, Every time Sister Hodge opens her mouth, every time Elder Williams and Sister Williams open their mouth, they're going to say some things that God is going to back them up on. And when they do, I don't have a chance. My God, my God, my God. The devil ought to dread us opening our mouth, Mother Cross. The devil ought to dread us opening our mouth. My God, my God, because he knows we're not going to say bad things. He knows we're not going to be talking about everybody and everybody's business. And he knows we're not going to cuss. My God, my God. He knows we're going to put something out there for the angels to run with. He knows we're going to put something out there for God to make happen. Ah! Bless the name of the Lord. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So the Bible tells us, Minister Pamela Sims, uh, that he says, now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. See, Jesus talked about things that are worthwhile. He talked about worthwhile things. Is anybody feeling good besides me this morning? He talked about things uh, that were worthwhile. See, my question is, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? See, talk about things that Jesus talked about. I need 12 people to put that on the screen right now. Talk about things that Jesus talked about. What did Jesus talk about? John chapter 6 will let you know what he talked about. He talked about spirit and he talked about life. My God, what else would he talk about? He was that bread that came down from heaven. My God, my God, my God. Talk about things that Jesus talked about. Yeah, see, you can talk about what you see or you can talk about what you want. A lot of times, you know, some of us people who like to go for bad and call ourselves saved, well, you know me. 
I just tell it like a T.I. is. You know, if you don't want the truth, don't ask me because I'm going to give you the truth. Brothers and sisters, are we going to talk about things that we see or are we going to talk about things that we want? My God, my God, my God, my God. Are we going to talk about the things that we see, think about, talk about things as they are, or talk about things as we want them to be? Are we going to talk death or are we going to talk life? My God, my God, my God. See, what you and I say ought to be something that people aspire to. What you say people ought to benefit from. So why then should we who are redeemed, we who are washed in the blood of the Lamb, why should we glamorize sin? Why should we glamorize affairs and all kinds of ungodliness? Why should we glamorize sickness and defeat? There's nothing to be happy about being sick. There's nothing to be happy about in being defeated. My God. See, we talk about all those things so much. It is no wonder that people are that way. It's no wonder that we are that way. But I like what Apostle Paul said in Romans chapter 8 and verse 2. He said, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Hey, bless God, bless God, bless God. You see, we don't believe that and we don't preach that. My God. And so we are getting what we preach. Since we don't preach it, since we don't preach it, we've been made free from the law of sin and death. We are getting plenty of sin. My God, my God, my God. Do you know I came up in the old school, believe it or not, I came up in the old school, and in the old school, the preachers didn't always talk all this weak talk, my God, and they had their challenges, yes, and you will, as long as you're in the flesh, you're going to have your challenges, but you don't spend your time talking about that all the time, my God, you know, all this, we all have to go through, let's go sometime. Life is part of death. I know I said it yesterday. I'm going to say it again today. We got to leave here with something. We are all sinners, you know. We are not perfect. We sin by word and by deed. My God, brothers and sisters, I'm not even going to challenge some of those things. But my point is, when we talk like that, that's what you get. When you talk like that, that's what you get. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. No wonder we fall on our face all the time. No wonder we fail all of our tests because that's what we talk and that's what we preachers preach. My God, my God, my God. All that talk just numbers us among the unbelievers. It numbers us and fills us full of unbelief and it keeps us powerless. It keeps Keeps us as weak as diluted Kool-Aid. But God help us today. Come on, people can stay in the world for that kind of talk. My God, but we are the people of God. He's made us free from the law of sin and death. He's given us the power. My God, he's given us the Holy 
Holy Ghost, Evangelist Charlene Burt. My God, the very God who made the heaven and the earth, he's on the inside of us, empowering us right now. My God, my God, my God. Hallelujah. I didn't mean to get stirred up like this today, but I have no apologies. My God, God help us this day. God help us this day. God help us this day. We are getting what we speak. We are getting what we put out there. My God, my God, we are no stronger than we talk. We are no stronger than we talk. My God, my God, we don't preach man's wisdom. Don't talk men's wisdom. See, all those things I just rolled off there, that's man's wisdom. That's not what the Lord gave us to say. That's not what the Lord gave us to say. Ah, I'm running a minute or two over time with no apologies here. The Lord did ne never did tell us to say life is perfect. Heart of death. We all got to go sometime. We just sin and saved by grace. We're not perfect. We sin by word, deed, and thought. The Lord never told us to put that out there. He never said it, and he never said it for us to repeat it. My God, that's man's wisdom. That's man's wisdom that has an element of truth to it, but it has no delivering power. It has no delivering power. It binds, it binds us. It binds us. It numbers us among the unbelievers, and we get no more. We get no better than what we say. We get no better than what we say. My God, my God, my God, I thank God for the preachers, the preacher when I came up that preached real holiness, that we want to abstain, that we want to get away from that. My God, my God, that God delivered us, whether I'm struggling right now or not, whether I failed yet this morning or not, the fact is God delivered me. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Jesus died on the cross. My God, my God, by his stripes I'm healed no matter how I feel. My God, my God, my God. Hallelujah to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah to the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Somebody ought to shout. Somebody ought to shout. Somebody, see, I'm on screen, but somebody ought to shout. Somebody ought to get up and just turn around for me real good. And let me know you're turning around for me. Glory be to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. My God, forgive me. Oh, God, forgive every preacher, my God, that's preaching a doctrine other than what you brought us to preach. In the name of Jesus, Jesus, you were not buried and you did not rise on the third day for us to preach a weak gospel. In the name of Jesus, there's nothing weak about the resurrection. Nothing weak about the resurrection. Nothing weak about you defeating sin in the name of Jesus. No, nothing weak about you making a show of them openly. My God, my God, my God. That was powerful. That was powerful in the name of Jesus, my God. And yes, we will, we will admit that we are challenged. We will admit, my God, that we've had some failures. We've needed to be corrected. We've needed to be taught. We've needed to be rebuked, even by the Holy Ghost. We've needed that in the name of Jesus. Well, God, what we want to confess is your strength. For God, you said that your, your grace 
is sufficient for us. And your strength is made perfect in weakness. Your strength is made perfect in weakness. So God, right now we rejoice. We rejoice in our weaknesses for it is an opportunity for us to see the grace of God give us strength and that we will not fail. We will not fail. I pray for strength for every brother and sister. My God, in this week, in their weak hour, that they will confess that grace is made available. Not grace to excuse them, but for grace to help them in the time of need. In the name of the Lord Jesus, thank you for all you made available. And thank you for these mouths that can repeat good things, that can repeat, oh God, the word of God, that can say things that are spirit and life, that can say things that are hope in the name of Jesus, that we can speak things that are devil-defeating. My God, hallelujah, speak conquering things, for we are more than a conqueror to him that loved us. My God, my God, my God, we confess your strength, for your strength is our strength. Your strength is our strength. In the name of Jesus, my God, we're going to walk before you with pleasing, with pleasing. We're going to say those things. We're going to post those things that make you happy, those things that you can assign angels to. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we bless you. We give your name the glory. We give your name praise. We love you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you until 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Peoria, Illinois. God bless you. Glory to Jesus. Minister Mark Lee, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Glory to God. Sister Fanny Durr, God bless you. Hallelujah. Sister Denham, God bless you. Brother Denham, good morning to you. Bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. Glory to God. Minister Pamela Sims, run with that here. Run with it. My God, my God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory be to God. Apostle Roland Barnes, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hi. My God, my God. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Adam Freeman. Yes, Evangelist Charlene Burke. Yes, Sister James. Glory to God. Yes, Mother Cross. Glad we're back too. Glory to God. Glory to God. God bless you, the podcast audience. God bless you on Twitter. Glory to God. 